Welcome into Potty Podcast Cinema. I am Dan. With me, as always, is Andy. And today we have coming attractions, all the things that are coming out within the next week. And we actually have quite a bit. Um, there's also a ton of Christmas stuff. Right? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Get on it. Uh, I was looking at all the things. So I went kind of going down. IMDb has this, like, what's streaming in December? Unfortunately, it doesn't come out till December 1st. So it, it took a while to get to it. But looking at all the things coming out, oh my God. It's. There are so many horrible holiday movies that are coming out on like Hallmark and no. uh, all these different channels. It's it's like oh I remember that person from a long time ago, or so a lot of them. It's like I've never even heard of this person, or I think they were in something one time. And then Justin Long for some reason, like what happened? Justin Long was always a really good actor. I thought he was good in like serious and comedy, and then he just kind of disappeared, and now he's doing. Like Hallmark Christmas stuff? That's I don't know. That's odd. He's got a podcast. Does he? Uh, Everyone has a podcast. Yeah. We have a podcast. <laughs> it's called yeah. He's got one. Oh, what is it? Like long, uh, short on long, or something weird like that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, uh, yeah. That, that's apparently like what he's focusing his time on now. All right. I mean, if that works for you, yeah. Christmas with the Campbells is what he's doing. He was in Clerks Three, Barbarian. House of Darkness, F is for Family, Master of the Universe, Revelation. Well, that's just a good show. Well, I don't think, yeah, I don't think they consider voice work as, like, work. Yeah, but, like, I have not, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was in Giri Haji for, like, a half second. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, voice work is two to three days in a sound studio, and you're yeah. done versus going on site somewhere for four and a half months. Well, yeah. now he's in Christmas with the Campbells. The traditional holiday romance movie from the writer of You Light Me You Light Up My Christmas, well obviously, and the director <laughs> of The Christmas Bow, well instant classic, gets a little more yeah. fun this year with a spin from co writers Vince Vaughn, why? And Dana Lagana. Uh ooh, did American Vandal. I do like American Vandal. And Christmas with the Campbells, when Jesse gets dumped right before the holidays, uh, by her boyfriend Sean. His parents convince her to still spend Christmas with them and Sean's handsome cousin while Sean is away. I, I mean, how is that not going to be great? Uh, yeah, it's got Brittany Snow, Justin Long, Alex Moffat. That's probably everything I know. Yeah. I, George Wint? I, I almost oh, feel like George they Wint. just do things with people they like at this point. Because I, like, I know Justin Long and Brittany Snow are buds. But okay. apparently Brittany Snow is like, one of the most beloved people out there from what i hear oh really like, okay yeah like every, every time i'm listening to like the bateman or podcast or like other uh a dax shepherd like and they have people on that are kind of that generation you know they're always like oh we were at britney stowe's last week and we were at britney stowe's this time and i'm like oh she she must know how to throw a party okay cool <laughs> yeah all right um yeah, so you don't have to watch that, but we do have a list of things okay. that are pretty great. Right off the bat, this one I cannot wait for. Violent Night. Um, so it's uh, when a group of mercenaries <laughs> attack the estate of a wealthy family, Santa Claus must step in to save the day and Christmas. Uh, Santa Claus will be played by David Harbour, which you've got me right there. Um, the family, the rich family, the matriarch is Beverly D'Angelo. The children, Edie Patterson, which we absolutely love from uh uh gemstones what's it righteous gemstones and then yeah. alex hassel I, he looks familiar uh john leguizamo will be the leader of the uh mercenaries uh which i love i feel like he is so underrated i love john leguizamo yeah yeah he is extremely underrated from what from what i hear 
he occasionally like says some weird things that rubs people wrong and i i don't even know what they are i'm not gonna pretend yeah i just remember reading like sometimes he like he has a hard time like getting jobs only because of like i don't know some of his public demeanor but i i like the guy yeah you know, everything he's been in i'm like this dude is a really solid actor yeah a really really solid actor so yeah no i'm i'm very excited about it and uh who knew Fat Man would spawn a new genre? <laughs> so <laughs> violent action, he's super the, the Santa people. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I I couldn't be more excited, despite having never had any desire to hear to hear about this or see this until until I found out it was David Harbour. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah, that guy's great. Um, I don't know anyone else that's in it except for cam gigantic just i just remember watching him from never back down some fighting movie from like 15 years ago <laughs> and for so some bad. reason i've always i'm like oh it's that guy yeah such a bad actor <laughs> <laughs> i've seen him in things uh, since where i went "Ooh, no bad casting <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i don't know if he's a bad actor or just can't get good stuff oh and it's also got alexis oh, no, louder who was in that movie that we were both gonna we were excited about and then it turned out it was terrible uh cop shop I mean, we knew it was going to be terrible, but you remember Cop Shop? I remember Cop Shop. She's in Cop Shop. So she's going to be in this as well. Um, I'm going to watch it. It's going to be bad. I'm going to love it. Uh, We're actually doing a Christmas movie morning on uh, the 11th. So we're going to have people come over like around 1 and just we're doing. So I picked this one. And then apparently there's some Lindsay Lohan movie that Lauren and her friends picked. And then we're going to do. We're talking about doing Spirited. You know the one with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. My sister saw it. She's like, I got 20 minutes in and I just couldn't do it. And she goes, I love musicals too. So it's not surprising. Will Ferrell is very hit and miss. And Ryan Reynolds can be sometimes too. He's a little bit more consistent. but You know, it, it is kind of funny that like if you're taking away the love of the guy, because I love me some Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. If you take away the love of the guy and, and everything outside of the movies, like he's really only successful in movies when he plays his version of himself, his yeah. Deadpool style character. Anytime he does, he he strays from that. It tends to bomb. You notice that? Yeah, he. I heard he was really good in that one where he's buried alive. I can't remember what it's called, but apparently he oh, did a really yeah. good job I think in it's that. Buried, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that makes sense. I, I have not seen. Yeah, yeah I, I have not seen that one. So I mean, it's no Christmas with the Campbells, but I'm sure it's pretty solid. Well, I think he's actually a pretty good actor. I, I do too. Sometimes people are like. You know, make me laugh, funny man. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. they're going in, and if he's not funny, they're like, "Well, this is stupid. I'm leaving." You yeah. know, and I'm I'm guessing. I don't know, but it just seems that his his more his projects where he attempts to be serious tend to not do too well. Yeah. So I I don't know, but yeah, I when I heard they were making this, I was just I remember my first thought when I heard Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds were doing this was. What a waste of a couple of years of their prime yeah. <laughs> for them to take the time to film this. Yeah. And oh god. And and this is part of why he needs time away with the kids. Those were six months he could have had with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. You yeah, know? that's true. Uh, yeah. I just don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that. Yeah. I'm trying to look at what else Will Ferrell is gonna. I don't. Well, know I'll tell if you I another like one. The new way that IMDb is set up. Yeah, I, I chose not to put this in our news this week, but um, because it's just not big enough at the moment. But um, this is like what the tenth iteration of Scrooged we've seen. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, uh, you know, and I don't get uh, there's tired a body. Of that. Do what? I don't get tired of that. If it's a it's a fun way of doing it, I don't have a problem with it. I I, I am the first eight. 
<laughs> like we're just I just don't need it anymore. It, it, I don't know. But uh like there point uh, case in point there's another body swap comedy coming out of Ed Helms and Jennifer Garner body swap and I'm like mm. all right. I don't need that. <laughs> this is number 12. Yeah. All right. Like do we need one every other year? Yeah. Like, can we let this genre die for like a decade and then bring it back? Like and see if people still want it. You but know, think about but, it. Uh, if you you can write a really dumb movie, but if it hits with audiences, you get paid out forever. I mean, look at Love Actually. Every single year, there's an article that comes out about how bad Love Actually, how it's actually a bad <laughs> movie, and it's not that. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But at the same time, it like for some reason it hit. It's the only one of those movies because they kept trying to do it with like, I don't know. They tried doing like um, Valentine's Day, and you know how they like random. They kept doing that where it's a bunch of random actors. And then, like, their stories all come together yes, at the end. Yes. And they're yes. all god awful. Love actually yes. is just as bad as those, but for some reason, I enjoy watching it every Christmas. Uh, I think there were slightly better stories. And I think the. It nah, didn't I, take it, I didn't think it. Yeah, I, I liked it. I'm, not, I'm never going to apologize. That, that, no, no. That, I like it too. I watch it, but the stories are not. It's not like they're good. Yeah, There's the one about the know. guy who's, got an, who's obsessed with his, his best friend's girlfriend. And like proposes yeah, his love to her, and like, okay, now too. it's done. Like, ah, that's kind of a dick move. Yeah, I, I, I read that too. But uh, it's just a bit, outside of that. It, it just, uh, I think, anytime something gets too big, Hollywood loves to shit on it, and then it becomes a running thing, and then it starts hitting Reddit, and all the people start agreeing with it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I never like, yeah, it's all, it's not. Oh exactly no, I still like it. Yeah. No, it was, it was known pretty for decades as being yeah. a really good movie. So I, I don't think it's a bad movie at all. I, I understand it's not everybody's favorite thing, and there's some people are confused, but I think the big difference in it and others is that it didn't take itself too seriously. Yeah, it tried that's to be, fair. It tried to understand that it was funny and it was cutesy, and yeah. I mean they threw in. A, uh, a porno <laughs> subplot <laughs> of uh, Martin Freeman. I yeah. mean, it was not trying to be, you know, uh, uh, an award-winning, uh, you know, Academy Award-winning movie. And so I think that's what people resonate with is it's it's cute, it's funny, it's all built, built around Christmas and all this uh, different relationships, but it's also kind of funny and, and tongue-in-cheek. And when you hit the right tone, like anything can work. Yeah. And it's just finding a tone that people resonate with at the time. And I think that's that's just my opinion. I think that's why that worked and why all the other, tw I mean, you're right. I mean, there was like 20 in a row <laughs> over the next five years of everyone trying to do these crazy ensemble films with 12 different stories going on. And like none of them ever worked. I mean, you nailed it. None yeah. of them ever worked. And I think that's why is none of them ever knew the tone that that one was going for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it, uh, look, you're still not going to convince me it's a good movie, but I like it. I watch it every year. <laughs> yeah, I fine. enjoy it. Yeah, and I I, I won't apologize for it. But it's... so as you say, so now define good movie. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I enjoy it. I Rogue watch one. it every year. I like it. I'm not gonna apologize for it. I yeah, it's a good movie. No, yeah, sometimes you just have guilty pleasures. Tulsa King is a guilty pleasure. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's it's getting insanely high rating. Tulsa I mean, King. I know. Yeah, good. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, why not? Let's move on, unless you want to talk about Christmas with the Campbells, um, to Emancipation. So, Ugh. yeah, I, I'm bringing this up because it's coming out. It's clearly, it, it just feels like a, an Oscar like run. Like Apple TV He's has kind of gotten so that. Goddamn hard. Yeah, to win an to Oscar, get an Academy Award. I yeah. mean, it, it's so pretentious. Well, he didn't point. he win it's... last year for the Serena Williams movie. 
Uh, did he win? I think yeah, so. Yeah, but he would have been after he smacked some after he smacked chris rock then they gave him a standing ovation it's like you are you are so stupid like yeah you're right he walked up and some ass slapped somebody and then yeah uh, i just i don't watch any of those anymore because i hate them now and uh they're just yeah and unless you get me like seth mcfarlane or um ricky gervais i just don't care Bring me, bring, I don't care. I'll say it. Bring me, bring, bring me Ricky Gervais back. No, yes. not Ricky Gervais, but uh, Louis C.K. <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah, I'd be it's down for still, that one too. That that's still the all-time best award pre- presentation I've ever seen. Yeah, in my life. it's pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, my parents have become re- huge. So they saw one of his, one of Ricky Gervais's uh, speeches at the awards, and they're like, "Oh, he's so good." Then they watched that Afterlife, and they loved it. And it's great. they're huge Ricky Gervais fans now. And I was, I never would have guessed, I never would have recommended stuff to them because my mom's like, doesn't like cussing or violence or sex talk. And so I never would have thought about that. But uh, they're big Ricky Gervais fans. I'm like, yeah, he's, he's fantastic. He's hilarious. I, I mean, I think the reason he, I think the real reason he'll probably not be back isn't even about like the, how bad he roasts all those people and, and everything. It's that uh, when he, when he went really hard, this most recent one after the, uh, the actual people, the presidents and everything of the Academy. <laughs> and he's like, he, I think he said he looked like a shriveled penis or something. You know? oh. <laughs> and when he, when he presented him on stage. Yeah. He's like, and then went hard after like the, uh, the all white, uh, Academy award voters. Oh, the Hollywood foreign vote. press, which is, yeah, yeah I yeah, mean, yeah, that's yeah, fair. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, yeah it's all, right. it's all, it looks like vanilla ice cream. It's all white people. So but, yeah. That that ended it, I think. I think once he went after them, they're because they they have a say in who gets. I oh mean, this yeah, is their thing. Hollywood Foreign Press is I, they do. They're not the Emmy. They're the Oscars. No, that's not the Oscars. That's the the Academy. It's Golden Globes or yeah, it's yeah, Golden Globes, right? yeah. I think it's Golden Globes. Yeah, but so that's yeah. He's the. It's not yeah, that he's, he's not a good actor. He is, but I'm just so tired of Will Smith the person and like his constant. Well, so I gotta win, him. and it's got Ben Foster. I like Ben Foster. Um... Well, I don't like when actors are going so hard specifically after, like, clearly trying to manipulate an Emmy or an Oscar. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's his, he's doing award show bait movies only. Yeah. You're after, I mean, the concussion one, the, the, yeah. yeah. Now, to be fair, I did love the Serena, Venus and Serena, Serena movie. It was good. I thought the movie was great. And he should have won an Oscar for Ali. He was amazing as Muhammad Ali in that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Years ago. Yeah, that was that was when they uh, that was the start of the steroid epidemic in Hollywood. I remember him oh, and was. Edward Norton that year. Yeah, it was a big deal. Did that come out? Did, did American History X come out the same year? Or, or it was around the same time. Yeah, it was around the same time. Cause okay. it was Because uh, those were the, that was when the discussion was going on that. Uh, and, it, and it may have been I don't think I think American History X was before. But I think it was that another movie came out with Edward Norton shortly after where he was like 65 pounds skinnier and he filmed it like four months later. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, well, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you can't lose that much muscle that fast unless <laughs> you had put it on via steroids yeah. and stopped taking steroids. Well, Batman just, did it. You know. I mean, Christian Bale after The Machinist, which if you haven't seen that, it is. Hard, like yes, he, it's yes. hard to look at him because of how um, how skinny he is, and then got so jacked for Batman. Like, ooh, you actually have to lose a little bit of muscle. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. But it, so it was, American it History X was nineteen ninety eight. Ali was two thousand one. Yeah, when was Rounders though? 
Rounders. Uh, okay, let's see. Rounders. Oh, that was so good. 1998. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. was super skinny in Rounders. It was and... the amount of... Yeah, it was the amount of time. It was like such a short time period between those two movies that everyone went, whoa, how do you fluctuate, you know, that many pounds that fast? And then, you know, the Fresh Prince. <laughs> uh, I was was I I don't remember if I Robot was before or after Ali, but um, it was the it same was kind of thing. After. It was after I Robot was 2004. Okay, yeah. So Muhammad Ali was the first time then that Fresh Prince got that big, and they were like, "Dude, that is a massive amount of muscle gain." Yeah, from something else you did, and they're like, and then now you know it's pretty common knowledge, <laughs> to the point that some have just flat out admitted, "Oh yeah, yeah, took some steroids." Yeah, <laughs> to do the Marvel movie or whatever, and like, yeah, of course. I mean, if you, you know? got a doctor that's administering, I mean, it's still dangerous. But if you got a doctor, I mean, people, well, it's illegal. Is the problem? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is Hollywood doing things that are illegal? That is shocking to me. You know Honestly, you know that is the least. You know that is My the bad. least thing that I would worry about. In the, the illegal know, things that I, that people in Hollywood are doing is steroids. <laughs> God, uh, yeah, I'm sure Harvey Weinstein called him in his office, and gave him a real tongue lashing. <laughs> <Yeah. Ooh. laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, uh, well, let's move terrible. on. I think we've hit a stopping point with uh, emancipation. <laughs> Um, yeah. So season. Well, how did that get from there to there? <laughs> well, I don't pull at that thread. Uh, so <laughs> se season two of Slow Horses is coming out. I never. I, I wanted to watch the first one. Did you watch any of the beginning? There were just so many good things that came out at the time. I didn't watch. I it. watched the pilot last night, and it was just a slow story. Yeah. <laughs> but it was. It was. I fell asleep. I fell asleep. Yeah. I woke back up. I uh, was like, wait, how long have I been out? Rewound a little bit, tried it again, just like, oh, no. Because it was just hard to tell what the heck it's going to – I don't even know if it's supposed to be taking itself seriously or it's or it's not. But it, it's, it's basically when you screw up through MI5, um, the spy organization then sends you to – it's called like Slaw something, uh, Slaw House, Slaw House. And uh, which sounds like slow horses, but uh, it's called Slaw House. And that is Gary Oldman runs it. And he's like a former MI5 guy that was apparently great. We don't know why, but he's like a sloven, junk food eating, chain smoking, drunk uh, guy that runs that place. And he and, and it's almost like a purgatory Like you get sent there for like a year almost as like a to do a crime <laughs> i mean like to, i like to do time and then you're allowed back into the mi5 like at a lower level and then you can work your way back up so all these people are like supposedly temporary people that are that have screwed up and they're having to work for him and i think it looks like it's going to lead to bad news bears kind of a thing where this group of misfits is going to end up solving some big thing that MI5 couldn't even do with the main players, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it could end up being good, but just the first episode was just really slow. Well, there's <laughs> not, I don't think, there's not a ton of, I don't think there's a ton of episodes. There's only, there's six episodes in the first season. Oof. Oh my gosh, there's then why was it six slow? episodes <laughs> in the second season. It's got three and four already listed, so apparently it might have been a big hit over in England or in Europe because... It got. It may end up great. It it may end up. I great. mean, I love Gary Oldman. I like um, Jack Loudon. Uh, Kristen Thomas. I haven't seen her in a while, but she's good. Love me some Sophie Okonedo. 
Yeah, I just that, that it's the writers. It's not yeah. the actors. Yeah. It's, I mean, the opening scene's fast paced. You're like, ooh, all right, I see what I'm getting into. We're getting into a James Bondish, <laughs> not really, but just a you know a, a cool CIA action show. Yeah. And then and then the next forty minutes is really soft background music, uh, English people talking in a in a pretty thick English accent at a really low volumes. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like if you were trying to help me fall asleep, this is the the soft tones you'd put on in the background okay. <laughs> to help me fall asleep. And so yeah, and I wasn't even that tired. I mean, it was like ten. Like I, I'm a, I, I have a problem. I slay it. Yeah, like you're a bit of a night owl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like ten. And I was like, what? What? Where did I? How long was I out? Like I didn't even know. I was genuinely trying to enjoy it. And uh, okay. yeah, it was tough. Fair enough. All right. All right. I don't know. I still want to come back and maybe give that a shot. Um, the next one, I don't know that I'll watch it. It could be interesting. Um, it's just called Senior. It's a Netflix documentary. Um, and it comes out on the second. It follows the tender but appropriately irrelevant, irreverent, big difference, account of the life <laughs> and career of Robert Downey Sr., the fearless and visionary American director who set the standard for countercultural comedy in the 1960s and 1970s. Um, right. It's got Paul Thomas Anderson's going to be in it, Alan Arkin. Of course, Robert Downey Jr. looks like he's in it a great deal. Um, Sr., the man himself, Sean Hayes, Norman Lear, Lawrence Wolf. So. It looks like it's got some people like kind of talking about it. Obviously, I don't know a ton about. I don't know that I've seen a Robert Downey Sr. movie ever. I can say I, I didn't know he was even an actor or comedian. So I, yeah, I had no well, idea. He, he was a director for a long time, but apparently did stuff that was kind of, well, like it says, it's kind of counterculture. Um, okay. I'm trying that to think of. Sense. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm trying to look at some of the ones I don't know. I, I don't know any of these. A touch of greatness. That's a short. Yeah, I just don't know. Maybe they were more indie back when a time when indie was not really a thing. Yeah. So, I don't Did know. We... But for those that are interested, that's there. I don't know if I'll get around to it. It could be interesting. Just seeing Robert Downey Jr. like with his family might be interesting enough as it is. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I mean. I'll give it a shot just because I love me some Danny Jr. Yeah. And I seem to like the different things that he makes, even when he's not in it. So, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's The director's name is Chris Smith. He did uh, Tiger King, and he also did Fire, about Fire Island, uh, oh. the Fire Festival. Whoa. So, for okay. that, for what it's worth, there's that. That's interesting. Okay. Um, the next one I'm definitely going to watch. Uh, it's a holiday season in reno and lieutenant dangle wishes he'd never been born with the help of a roller skating <laughs> angel he learns how much better the lives of the other deputies would be if he never existed will he decide to live on anyway there's still christmas criminals to catch so it's basically reno 911 doing it's a wonderful life and uh yeah all right i'm in that's I'm good you got me there that's all i need to know i mean all right <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I gotta be fair though i gotta be honest uh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this out loud. I don't think I ever actually watched Reno 911. Oh, it's <laughs> solid. Oh man, yeah, it's it's pretty great. I don't. I could see how it's not your thing though. Like I like. I, I might like it. Yeah, I, mean, I think I, you should give it a shot if you haven't yeah, seen it before. I used to watch it when it originally came out. I think I know they brought it back, and I haven't watched it since. But there are some really great lines, and so many great people um, came out of it. Carrie Kenny, um, Thomas Lennon. 
Um, God, there's I'm, uh, Nisi Nash, uh, Cedric Yarbrough I love, Wendy McClendon Covey, who was the mom on Goldberg's and been a few things. It's There's some really good I ones. I remember them yeah. all. I, I, I mean, I've seen that clip of the, the lottery where they all think they won the lottery so many times. Yeah. Uh, do you remember that opening? it's been a long time it's 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 one at a time everybody comes in quitting to quit because they think they won the lottery the night before and they're like screw you guys <laughs> <laughs> i hate you i hate you <laughs> you like uh you know just all this and then like the, the, it gets more like ridiculous each time dupe comes in with like a meat coat and around <laughs> around him and like giant cigar when the next guy just bought a car and, <laughs> and they're all just taking turns and the guy's up top at the, like the main uh, the main guy just blinked on his name with the glasses. Dangle. Uh, yeah, Dangle. He's up at the podium just like, get it out, get it out, get it out. Hey, hey. <laughs> He's like, they screwed up and they printed the same number on all the ro- lottery tickets last night. And <laughs> we, we got to deal with the whole city thinking they won the lottery. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so everyone just comes in quitting with, I quit. it is hilarious i mean every time like the the lotto would get really high in texas so there was a thing a few years back where like all the offices would pull together and like buy a couple lotto tickets together just you know it got to 100 million and when they did that all the office our office would always send us that clip (laughs) this is us (laughs) next monday (laughs) you guys Oh, that's funny. Yeah, they keep doing these specials. Uh, So it's like Reno 911 defunded. I think that was the show. And then Reno 911, the hunt for QAnon. So I don't know. I Yeah. It's, yeah, if you get a chance, go back and watch. I I don't know, like, since they brought it back, how good it is. But the original was solid. So that Brooklyn Nine Nine decides to do another special. (laughs) They should do a heist every Halloween. That's just what it should be. Crossover. Yeah. Uh, uh, follows people to Reno. Um, let us move on. So this one, I don't know that I'm especially interested in the topic. Um, it's called George and Tammy. Uh, look at the romance between famed country musicians George Jones and Tammy Wynette. Okay. Eh, I mean, I don't really know a ton about them, and I'm not too concerned. But the people playing George and Tammy are Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain. Yeah, so it'll be extremely well acted. Yeah. I think this is like their fourth movie together. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they wouldn't want to act with Michael Shannon and Jessica Chastain. They are great. Yeah, and you you gotta you gotta believe they respect the hell out of each other. Yeah, because because they're both so serious and method. Like I remember uh, reading about Michael Shannon and and some movie they did that was maybe was Superman. Uh, It was one of them where it wasn't normally his type of a thing. You know what I mean? And they're like, he was so serious. (laughs) <laughs> about the role and like wouldn't joke around with everybody because he wanted to stay in character and all this stuff and i'm like dang <laughs> like he, he doesn't understand the assignment like, this is a superman <laughs> movie it's gonna be bad <laughs> but, uh, I, but i yeah. liked me you know what i enjoyed man of steel uh, i it was it could have been better sure but i enjoyed it for what it was no i, I did too I, yeah. i'm joking but but it was just it was just funny it was like he he can't not take something extremely seriously and i hear the same about jesse chastain all the time yeah. so it makes sense that they would respect each other and want to make more because yeah. professional. I mean, take shelter. Yeah. I'm still trying to get you to watch take shelter. What is, yeah, that was, what is take shelter? It's the one I keep telling you about like every year. It's uh, it's, it's, it's the one with the two of them where he's having uh, uh, these visions of like the end of the world. Yeah. And, and it's, I'm going to shock you. Shea Wiggington is in it as well. <laughs> oh my God. You're trying to get me to watch this, aren't you? 
Yeah, well, I mean, they've done, I think it's 14 movies together now. Yeah. <laughs> That's like the big joke, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, they. Um, it, it was really solid. It was very different. It was a very artsy movie. Um, cause, and the ending was like, it was very enjoyable. Uh, but yeah, he play, she plays his wife as he is. Uh, as everybody believes he's losing it, and he believes that in his mental illness that everybody else doesn't understand what's happening. So he starts trying to build like a doomsday shelter in his yard, but he doesn't. He cannot afford it. So he's like putting the family in a bankruptcy, and it's it's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It was the first time I really saw him, like as an incredible actor, and was just like, oh wow. Oh, Michael. Shane. Yeah, Michael Shane's been around. Ninety Nine Homes was good with him and Andrew Garfield. Those guys are both really good, and it it didn't seem like it should have been good, but it, I enjoyed it. Which one? Ninety Nine Homes. I don't know anything about that. Oh, it's where they make money. Mike, they basically make money. It was during the housing crisis. They would. Um, give people predatory loans and when they obviously couldn't pay them from the balloon payments they would kick them out and then repossess the the house and then sell them again yeah it's andrew garfield michael shannon laura dern clancy brown um it's good i mean it's not going to change your life but it's a it's it's worth watching it came out in 2014 okay okay yeah it's worth watching uh i also love michael shannon since it's the holidays time coming up with the um uh, oh, what's it? Uh, the one with Seth Rogen and JGL and uh, Anthony Mackie. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, man, that's going to bother me now. Uh, yeah, it wasn't called like Last Christmas? Something like that. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I, I remember the movie. Yeah. It was not great. No, but you know what? The more I watch it, the more I enjoy it. We still watch it every Christmas. Night before. Oh, That's what it is, oh. the night before. Yeah, we still... Oh, so you watch it more than once. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the more... it Like, yeah, it's not good. It got a 6.3 on IMDb, which is like a 7.3, which I feel is... 7.5 is probably... 7.3, 7.5 is probably fair. But there's parts of it that are really good. And overall, I... If you told me, like, I don't like that movie, I don't want to watch it. That's cool. I get it. Uh, I still got to watch it every year just because I enjoy it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I mean, I don't blame you. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Uh, so, season two of an animated show, Housebroken, is coming out. I never saw the original. Uh, apparently, it's about a bunch of pets. So, a dog named Honey who runs group therapy sessions to help neighborhood animals manage the neuroses brought on by their owners and each other. Um I never even heard of this, but the cast is stupid good. Uh, Lisa Kudrow is, plays Honey, who I always thought was incredibly underrated. I thought she was so great on like Friends and everything afterwards, but she just got stuck as uh, Phoebe. Uh, Cleo Duvall, Nate Faxon, who's quickly becoming one of my favorites. Will Forte, who's always great. Tony Hale, Sharon Horgan, who is Dynamite. Sam Richardson, who is like one of our most favorites. Uh, Jason Manzukis, Maria Bamford, not my favorite, but a lot of people like her. Uh, Brian Tyree Henry, Timothy Simmons, Nicole Sullivan, Paul F. Tompkins. Like, it's pretty loaded. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Sure. I'm also a fan. I, I did like the psychi- uh, psychologist show she did, too. Oh, uh, yeah, the, like, little, it, the, the little shorts. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those were good. She is underutilized big time. I think she could be, she's good, like, I think as a dramatic actor and a comedian, but, like, Everyone's just like fixated on her being Phoebe, but man, she's got. She actually tried out That's for good. Saturday Night Live and didn't get it. Like so many, you know, Jim Carrey didn't get it. Though sometimes there's great ones that don't. But yeah, she would have been. She would have been great. Yeah, I think so too. 
Well, she's a T-Rex god in Rick and Morty, so she got something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the smallest consolation ribbon in history. <laughs> I mean, she gets to be a uh, sex-addicted ex-wife in Space Force. That was also great. <laughs> oh, I heard Space Force was bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's you know bad. what it is? I don't want to say bad. You know what it is? It's blockbuster. Like, it's just, it's trying so hard to be, like, cute and reverent to the whole cast and like and make all the different cast members enjoyable and fleshed out characters yeah but then they forgot the funny mm, okay. <laughs> and it's just the funny parts are so underwhelming you're like well this didn't hold together at all <laughs> like i'm still waiting for the funny and it's, yeah. just, it's not yeah it's good try but it did not work out yeah, 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 yeah. okay um <laughs> lastly on the list season two of his dark materials i could not I was excited. I was kind of excited about this. I heard really good things about the book series, and um, it seemed interesting. And I love the cast. It's got Daphne Keene, who we liked in um, the Logan movie. Ruth Wilson, who is, dude, she just pops up, is solid, and goes about her business. And then watch the affair if you haven't. It's so uh, good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I might get to it at some point. So good. Um, who else? Lin Manuel Miranda, who man, he he makes some catchy songs for uh, Disney. I will say that. Um, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> and like the the biggest Broadway play of all time. Yeah, yeah I haven't too. seen it. I know I haven't seen it. I have the movie, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm I want to. Plus, yeah, I know, but that's the thing. I don't know if I want to watch it there, or I mean, it's not like I'm gonna see him. But in you know, it it's ever, not a movie, but... right? Do what? You know, it's not a movie. It's right? a play. No, I meant you said I have the movie at Disney Plus. I was just making sure you know it was just a filmed. It was the play filmed. Oh, okay. Oh, so it's okay. just the play. Yeah, so if you want to watch the play, but you can't get to New York, <laughs> yeah, it's on Disney Plus now. So they paid like $100 million to be able to show it to everybody. So, oh, well, good for So him. it's literally, yeah, they, they just had no audience for one performance Yeah. and put the cameras all through the audience area. So it's filmed as if you're watching from the audience, kind of. Okay, um, I might try And that. it's high produced and the sound is really good. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, so. Maybe I'll get cultural this weekend. <laughs> there you go. All right. <laughs> um yeah did you watch any of his dark materials i tried man i think i got I th you know what i i'm embarrassed i think i only finished two i might have seen the third but i think after two may two maybe three yeah. i was just like i there's nothing making me want to keep going and hitting play yeah there's just nothing even mcavoy yeah, being in it i know didn't didn't do, and and he's maybe one of my favorite all-time actors as far as like Anytime he's in something, I can't stop watching. He's oh, so good. I might have to and, finish it. There's only seven episodes. Oh, that's season two. Season one has eight episodes. Yeah, I got a good amount. I got three to four episodes in. Well, and... I don't think he's going to be a big part either, though. No, I think he's going to be like one episode a year kind of a thing. Dude, it's got like, there's, there's no episode. Like the lowest rated episode for season one is a 7.9 in the... Uh, the very first, the premiere, and then all of them like eight, eight, eight point three, eight, eight point six, eight, eight point four. Uh, I want to. I know. I want to like it. It looks. It looks like it could be great. I want to enjoy it. The people that read the book series rave about it, but like, I just, I don't know. It seems like the kind of thing I would enjoy too. I just can't push. And my buddy Kevin was telling me, "No, no, keep going. It gets so good." I'm like, ah, okay. Yeah. I okay. feel like I'd have to all go right. back and start almost all over, though, and I just don't have the energy. And there's so many other good things. I have, like, six episodes of Let the Right One In, and that's oh, got to take like precedence. I am. Yeah. 
Yeah, dude. I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch some Willow. I might watch some 1899. Uh, I might watch Limitless because I haven't started that yet. Um, might watch Andor all over again. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll warn you about Willow, though. Episode two ended up not being great. So oh, really? I'll, 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 t- I'll tell you how it finishes up. It was really odd that they, they brought out episodes one and two together, knowing that two wasn't great. What they should have done is had the pilot got people excited and then brought out episodes two and three together mm. that way if people were sour on two they could immediately watch three and be like okay never mind it it picked back up why won't someone just give us a studio we can handle this we can do this yes <laughs> we can't no we thing. i mean we can't do much worse honestly <laughs> that, that's the honest to god truth yeah <laughs> yeah we we could definitely fix fox yeah <laughs> oh god i don't know if anyone can but like we're gonna cancel this. Give no. us something <laughs> stupid like CW, and we'll see. Although CW knows what they are, and they are kind of good with it. They're fine. They've got their market. Yeah, yeah, it's just not. We're not it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And they 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 know that by season seven, it's too expensive, and they'll cancel. Yeah. Um, because you know there's escalating contracts for the actors. Yeah. That's that's why that happens. I, I listened to a whole thing about it one day, and it was fascinating. Huh. But, uh, that is interesting. Yeah, the actors get paid more and more every season, no matter what. It's an X amount bump. So at some point, as the viewership goes down, as the seasons get too long, and the contracts go up, it hits a crossroads, or it's like, all right, season like season six to seven, it's about time to cancel the show. Mm. So, uh, well, that's that should probably be it for most. Yeah, things yes, anyway. Yes, I think though, like even seven seems like, I mean, British people and, do it for like so two or three seasons and then move on. Yeah, but that's so smart for the actors because it's like okay, like if you're gonna try to make me tie ten years of my life to this stupid yeah. show, like starting at, at season three, yeah, I'm getting a forty percent raise every freaking year to the point that it's stupid for you to pay me to do it, and then yeah. I can finally quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like a yeah, that's the only way they can guarantee that they won't have to do it for 25 years. Uh, uh, awesome. I'd rather well, just watch more of Wednesday, but I can't now because I have to wait. I've got 3 episodes left. Finish it? Oh. <laughs> no, I've got I think I have 3 episodes, 4 episodes. Um, I um yeah, we got 3 episodes left. Oh. That's so upsetting. And then I'm going to be caught up. I hope they start production on season 2 immediately. This could All run. Right. For, this could run for a while. Oh, oh my God! It yeah, yeah. So I mean, we'll talk about it in a bit, but yeah, it's setting records for viewership. Yeah. So yeah, it's well, and it also has to do with Tim Burton, right? I mean, how how much will he want to do too, though? Yeah, that's true. But I feel like this is kind of a, like a guy passion project like, for him. I feel like Adam Sandler was a pa- like he did. Didn't he do the original right. ones? I, he had to have done the first one, right? Like that would be surprising. Yeah, I, in the '90s, like who else are you going to get but him? Like he was, he was the dude for that. Let me, I'll, I'll, I'll see yeah, about I'm that. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very curious. It was '98, right? No, uh, I think it was before Same that. One. The first one, '91, and then Adam's Family Value was '93. So, wow. no, Barry Sonnenfeld. What the composer? No. Yeah, the role of Julia is the one, and you're right. It's Gary Sonnenfeld. How interesting. Yeah. I wonder... He did Men in Black, Wild Wild, Wild West. Was, uh, whoops. Um... Yeah, he didn't even produce it. All right. Well, <laughs> I, I, was, I was curious. I was like, well, maybe he just produced it. But no, he, yeah. No, all right. Wow. He started well, yeah, off I mean... with The Adams Family and then did For Love or Money, Adams Family Value, Get Shorty, Men in Black. Wild Wild Very West. Uh, th- yeah, yeah, then directed the Tick series. Big Trouble, yeah, Men in Black 2. Pushing Daisies? 
Yeah, then he just decided not to do anything again until he met in Black Big 3, tr- which was terrible. Big Trouble is another one of those ones that's like the ensemble, everything has to come together movie that was there. For, they're like, we want to make a snatch, Lock, Stock, Two Smoking Barrels, but that's PG-13. <laughs> uh... And you know what? I didn't mind admitting that I enjoyed the shit out of watching. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's also not great, but there are some scenes in it that are just hilarious to this day. And it was the first time we met Sofia Vergara. Oh, really? Uh, wow, Jason Lee. It's yeah, pretty loaded was... cast: Tim Allen, Rene Russo, Stanley Tucci, Tom Sizemore, Johnny Knoxville, Dennis Farina. Oh, you never seen it? No. Janine Garofalo, oh, Ben Foster, Patrick Warburton, Zoe Deschanel, Heavy yeah. D, Jason Lee, Omar Epps, Sofia Vergara, Andy Richter. Dude, there's there's a whole oh my god, it's so great, and there, there's a whole scene where uh, or scene there's a whole little like thing uh, throughout the movie where uh, Jason Lee is just poor and broke, and he's long hair and disheveled, and he and he's homeless, so he ends up finding this rich person that has this huge yard, and he, he lives in their tree, but then he notices Sofia Vergara, you know, this gorgeous woman in his house, that's the dude's wife, and uh, falls down and hits his head and she sees him and runs out there and she thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Jesus when he has the beard he and does. hair. Yeah, he, he does. He does. It's yeah. great. It's great. Yeah. But uh, Tim Allen's the lead with Rene Russo, which is like love, the weakest like of Allen. the cast members. Yeah. But, but it was still, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Okay. I, I enjoyed that kind of that movie. I don't know if it holds, if it stands up, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the time, at the time I really liked it. All right, I'll see if I can find it somewhere. I don't even know where it would be selling it, but all right, fair enough. Uh, well, we don't have a ton of news today, so we're going to just move right along into that. Um, and kind of following up, like you said, on the, the Wednesday talk, it beat Stranger Things record for most viewings in an opening week. Yeah, yeah, for most yeah hours in a w- first week or something. Viewing hours is how they measure it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it, yeah, it beat that record for viewing hours. So basically means people are binging it. Everybody that watches it is binging it. 341 million views in a week. Wow. And, and, and here's something even more impressive about beating Stranger Things season four, especially, uh, the viewing out the number of hours of season four per person, it's like a 12 to 14 hour season. Because like the last three episodes are an hour and a half a piece. Yeah. So so season so so when you're talking viewing hours, each person, I mean if that's that means it's more people watching Wednesday, even if the number of hours were the same. Um, you see what I mean? Because yeah. Wednesday is only six hours, I think, or eight yeah. hours. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So that means like people are really digging it, and and telling friends who are watching it and digging it. So yeah, that's they they found a, a sweet spot. That's that's really impressive because. It could have been way too YA to be enjoyable. It could have been, you know what I mean. It like could have been. been it could have very easily been bad. It could. They could have really messed yeah. it up. Yeah, it was almost harder to be good. <laughs> I mean, to be yeah, harder to be good than bad. Like it, you know what I mean. Like it just seemed like it's a really hard thing to do the right way, and and yet they just really seem to have nailed it because because the tone can be ridiculous fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like, well, how are people okay with this? You know what I mean? And and putting it in the school where there's other people like her just made sense. Yeah, like it, the, it's a Hogwarts. Like we're just gonna make a, a spooky Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah, it's a that's right. It's a, a school from a Hogwarts for monsters. Yeah. And uh, just yeah, just great so far. So Wednesday season one is uh, in the top. It's number one, and it's the first week in the top ten. Eighteen ninety nine is second. 
The Crown season five is third. Dude, I've tried with The Crown. I made it through all the first season, <laughs> and then I kind of skipped a little bit. I think I watched the whole second, and I was like, I just want Olivia Coleman. Just give me Olivia Coleman because she's the best. And I, so I started skipping that, and like I just couldn't do it, dude. I just don't care about that. I don't care about the royal family. That's so. If it, it had, if it was like more involved in like the history of what's going on around it, that might have been cool. But it's so much about the family's like own little internal politics. It's just I don't care about. Um, the fourth place is Dead to Me season three. Okay, so listen to this. You'll you'll appreciate this. Season four of Manifest is fifth. For four, and it's been in the top 10 for four weeks. Season one of Manifest is sixth with 23 weeks in a, uh, in the top 10. Wow. Yeah. Season one is? Yeah. Yeah, dude. They uh, So, and I know we've talked about this before, but it, it was, a, I've never seen anything like that happen. So ABC's like, we're, we're going to cancel this show because we're two seasons in and it was crazy expensive. Uh, and it's, we're just not getting our money back. And so they sell it to Netflix, probably laughing all the way. Yeah. You know, these suckers are buying the show that we're canceling. And Netflix is like, all right, fine. And they, they air it over. I think it was over Christmas. It, it was when everybody had the flu. I, th- I think it was during, yeah, it was during COVID. When, yeah. uh, like, January, February, yeah. when all that happened. And everybody was getting the flu and COVID staying home. And that pops onto Netflix. And it became, like you said, one of the most watched number one shows ever and abc's like whoops we just canceled yeah. it uh and netflix is like well we're buying it. So, yeah so like let us let us buy it and finish the series and then make everybody happy otherwise they're going to be really pissed off at us for introducing to a show that we're not finishing even yeah. though it was number one so uh yeah i mean good for them man i mean it shows that net that netflix can do things that a network show just can't do yeah and uh and a big part of it is not caring who the buying audience is. Yeah. Because cash money is cash money. They don't care if you're 85 or 15 watching the, the show. Yeah. Cash money. Cream. Oh. All right. Let's uh-huh. move on. Uh, Tulsa King renewed for season, season two after beating House of the Dragon for new series streaming ratings, which is that's so funny. And it's getting higher. Yeah. It, the ratings you know are higher. There's more people streaming it. Why? Because the lead-in, they gave it a lead-in uh, to show the the premiere after Yellowstone, uh, and Yellowstone is like one of the most most watched shows on yeah. television. Yeah. And so having the lead-in of of Yellowstone, yeah, just skyrocketed. It's uh, it's uh, really just it, it's access for people to see it. It's what they should have done for Mary Kingstown. Uh, yeah. And so uh, yeah, this is really just. And you know, let's let's face it, Sly Stallone is going to draw a number of eyeballs anyway. I yeah, mean, not that he's legend. especially great in it, but like, I don't think he's bad in it. Though. No, he's I, not I bad. Think, no, he's not bad. It's it's just great. it's just silly fun. Is kind of what it is. Yeah, I mean, so, so far, like, I, I, oh, I can't. I think it's pretty great. Whenever it, we get a new one, that's like one of our our, our first ones that we go for. Is uh, yeah, Tulsa King. yeah, it's. I, I thought I was gonna have to apologize for this show, but if the writing keeps up the way it is, like, I'm totally fine recommending it to people. Like, yeah. it's oh, I've already it's started. Been great, yeah. Our yeah, buddy yeah, Mike, yeah. our buddy Mike's like, I just watched the first two seasons or two episodes. It's really good. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's you're gonna you're gonna catch people, and it's it's a it's a great supporting cast. Yeah, it, it really is. Like like Andrea Savage is not someone that I would have thought of to be a great supporting cast member 
what she is like yeah. for for the role they just cast really well for the roles that even that dominic is it what's the guy's Lombazardio name or yeah i yeah, can never Lombazardio. say his name yeah he's he's terrible actor Terrible <laughs> i enjoyed him in he breakout kings he's very he's in my life i, I liked but him in the wire he was good in the I, wire <laughs> But but he was supposed to be stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and he's all right. Yeah. yeah I mean, his character was supposed to be stupid. Yeah. And 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 he was an entourage because and people liked him because he was supposed to be a screw. Hey, you know what? And the man has made a career out of it, and so yeah, God, God and, bless and, him. Yeah. But but you know what? I think he's doing a good job in this. Yeah. For his because if there's a little. There's just a. It's basically they need an actor who can have a little nuance to it. It doesn't have to be hugely nuanced. It doesn't yeah. have to be, you know, going off the rails, Angela Bassett, <laughs> like insane performance. Yeah. You just need a little nuance to the character to make it still intriguing. And, and the way he's playing the the tight rope of being good to his capos, but also taking care of this guy that was good to his dad and helped yeah. him stay out of prison, uh, and, and him, himself as well as his dad. Um, He's doing a good job of it with limited time on the role, and, and it's funny to see him with hair. He's doing a good job. <laughs> yeah, it is funny to see him with hair. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, and they haven't really even let Garrett Hudlin do anything. We, we went on this about when we were doing our What, or what yeah. You're Watching episode, but, like, yeah, we, we haven't even seen, We've gotten a glimpse of Dana Delaney, and Garrett Hudlin is still, like, oh, my God. Like, they're just keeping him in the bullpen until, like, you, you bring him out to just close it down. And so that, that's right. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think he's going to be a big part in the future. But yeah, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they even, you know, gave him that as a as how it's going to be is you're going to be, you know, in small parts of season one, but you're going to be a huge part moving forward. And, and you know, we're going to build you into the story slowly. Yeah, and that works because if they'd set too much up too fast, that wouldn't have worked. I love the way that you're seeing him go down to Tulsa and uh, and starting his empire from a driver. And then one store that he's collecting from and then helping that store and then meeting a guy over here. Like they're doing it slowly and gradually, which is what they should do. Yeah. And so I'm, yeah, I'm really liking how that world is slowly getting set up and not rushing it. Yeah. Um, let's move on. Uh, so mm -hmm. one of the big stories is that Bob Iger um, is back yeah. as CEO and Bob Chapik is out. And apparently the it's come out like it was, apparently it wasn't a well-kept secret within the organization but bob chepik one of the first things he did is he went and fired a bunch of people that were loyal to Iger because it, it started to be kind of a rumor that Iger would be coming might end up coming back and because chepik was just he'd set up like a terrible culture in in disney yeah. and which is boy if you've got to make if if you're the bad guy working for the mouse that is that yeah. is next level uh so uh, yeah it's it's so bad i mean he you can't i mean of all the places to not want a bad culture <laughs> that's the place i mean it's the it's, yeah it's it's the place where what, what what's the, the the tagline for disney where like wonder never ends or something weird like that like, like that so. is supposed to be yeah yeah whatever it is uh it's supposed oh, happiest place on earth that's what it is it's yeah. supposed to be the happiest place on earth and you're gonna create a bad culture there like uh, they've got all the money 
Like, all they need to do is be like HBO and curate a few good things a year, and they'll stay on top of the world. So, yeah, it's – and they own Marvel. Yeah. And they well, own Star Wars. Like, But that's the thing is they had, like – they had their, their recent quarterly re- uh, earnings report was, like, not great. And uh, and so, how how, yeah, how do you mess that – how do you mess up Disney right now? They own – everything well you know what it is it's disney plus it's what everything is it's it's the streaming services that are being started by these companies they're running them at net losses of a couple billion a year with the whole purpose uh, the whole thinking process of cables going away everybody's coming to these streaming services we need to just draw them here first and then we'll then we'll squeeze the money out of them later which you're already seeing if you're like me and you get an email every 4 months saying uh price hike by the yeah. way <laughs> bt dubs we're we're increasing you by a, by a dollar don't worry about it you'll never see this again 3 months later yeah. <laughs> we're raising you a dollar not a big deal don't worry about it nothing to see here yeah <laughs> and, then, uh, and you're like jesus i've gone from 4.99 a month to 14.99 a month in a year and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're going to make their money. They're just running it on a net loss of billions. And whoever is at the top is doing the right things to bring the company forward. But it's going to look like they're doing a terrible job. Same thing with HBO Max. It's ma- it's lost so much money that AT&T just sold uh, Warner Brothers back off. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. And they're like, because these investment companies are just like, you know, we want to see our money now. Yeah, not, there's no not ten years from now. Yeah. Now, yeah, it's short-sighted though. It is because they're right. The streaming companies are going to own everything soon, and everyone's going to have to go to one of them. And you're going to let's face it, we're going to end up paying forty bucks a month for all of them. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. when you go to the high seas. I, I know, but I'm just saying that's 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 where it's going to go, and they know it. But they can't move it to forty bucks a month until they draw enough everybody from cable over there mm-hmm. to start paying it and start liking yeah. it, start loving it, and needing it before they can they can jack up the prices. They'll so. end up being three of them, and that's like well, that's why yeah, yeah. there's kind of been jokes about like. Uh, uh, thank you for calling Netflix. You're greenlit. Yeah, <laughs> like it's all these streaming <laughs> right. services are doing. There's such such an over. Yeah, there's. Oh, that's uh, from South Park. Um, there's such great. an oversaturation of all these streaming services, and they're paying all these like content creators ridiculous. Like you see, like J.J. Uh, Abrams gets this huge contract, or the guys that did um, uh, Game of Thrones. Like they're throwing stupid money at these people. Like just give us all this content. Because you seem like you know what you're doing, and so, a lot of times it's like falling through, and so yeah, I mean they just fired J.J. Abrams. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, yeah. They're uh, the guy. They still have they, to pay him. They still have to pay him. Like the oh, yeah, guaranteed yeah, yeah, money. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. God, it's like it's like athlete contracts. Yeah, fully guaranteed. Oof. Yeah, yeah. I at least have him clean the bathrooms cheap. or something if I'm paying him. That's right. Yeah, your job duties have been <laughs> yeah. to jan- janitorial services, <laughs> or you can cancel your contract. Yeah, uh, that's the equivalent of putting someone as a safety quarterback as the safety on a practice squad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I agree. So it's it's HBO. You know, all these they're they're not going to look good probably another two years. I bet it's another two years before these things start making money. Yeah, at least at least, and that that's the thing is there'll be three left. There'll be three services left. And they'll be okay, kind of like how it was like, you know, CBS, NBC, and ABC for the longest time. Yeah, and I think it'll even out where you'll get instead of six Marvel shows, you're gonna get four. Yeah. And instead of three Star Wars, you'll get two. Yeah. But they'll be really good, and they'll settle somewhere around 
24 bucks a month where people are like, that's still not bad. Yeah. I'll pay that. And I really want to see season four of, uh, you know, whatever Falcon winter soldier. So yeah, I'll keep paying this. What the hell, you know? And uh, that's how they'll do it. Well, and there's a lot of people that just don't go to the movie theaters anymore because, like, I can just sit at home and, like, everyone's built up, like, over yeah. COVID, everyone built up their home theater system, kind of, if you could afford it. And so everyone's like, ah, I can kind of watch at home. I mean, you and I still like going to the movie theater, but a lot of people are just like, it's too expensive. Like, to take a family, it's like $100. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's nuts. And and we're we're not, I've already seen these tiny robots <laughs> that you can get in your house now. We're about three years away from my Christmas present being my little GoBot who's going to go get my beer from the fridge and bring it to me to my chair in front of my 180-inch TV. <laughs> There's going to be not only no reason to leave for the theater, but it's going to be hard to just get up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's where we're heading. It's it's at your home, comfort of your home. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, Especially absolutely. when that thing murders you in your sleep. Good luck with that. <laughs> Let us get to the trailer. So, um, first one is... first I'm going to tell you the director Elizabeth Banks who is I think everybody loves Elizabeth Banks then I'm going to tell you who's in it Ray Liotta Carrie Russell Alden Enright who was didn't deserve the hate he got for Solo Uh, character actress Margot Martindale Christopher Hiju O'Shea Jackson Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Isaiah Whitlock Jr. She (laughs) love it love that group it's called Cocaine Bear and uh, an oddball group of cops, criminals, tourists, and teens converge in a Georgia forest where a 500-pound black bear goes on a murderous rampage after unintentionally ingesting cocaine. This is very, mountains very, very loosely based on a mountains. true story. <laughs> yeah, there were, I mean, yeah, the, the true story, he didn't kill anybody. But the thing, uh, the thing lived a, uh, a short and frenzied life for about, I forget what they say, but... Basically, every organ in its body shut down after ingesting hundreds of pounds of cocaine. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about like right. <laughs> pounds. Yeah, he would have never lasted in the eighties. <laughs> that's right. Charlie Sheen's like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a spirit animal. <laughs> that's right. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, Jason Bateman somewhere is like that. Was a Tuesday. <laughs> that's great. Oh man. Um. So, yeah, I I mean, all those things are good. Like, not one of those people I dislike. Like, I, they're all kind of fan favorites or just really good yep. actors. So, I like all that. I like Elizabeth Banks. I want to support it. So, I don't know. It releases February 24th, 2023. But I don't know. If it's in the theaters, February, I'm looking to get out of the house. So, and I'd like to support Elizabeth Banks yeah, and all them. True. So, I will probably go see this and have a few cocktails before that's probably a good non-threatening time for them to come out probably nothing marvel related coming out yet and nothing has been out for a couple months that's a good time for them yeah um let us move on to i didn't even know this was in the works i don't think we talked about it but um another transformers movie because they haven't beaten that dead horse enough yet. Transformers. I had no idea was coming. Yeah, Rise of the Beast. The trailer I think just came out today. It comes out uh, June twenty twenty three. Um, I don't know. It looks like a little bit of the same. Uh, I like the cast: Michelle Yao, Peter Dinklage, Ron Perlman is the voice of Optimus Prime. That's kind of cool. Um, John DiMaggio does voice for Peter all the time. Peter Cullen is back as Optimus Prime. There's two different Optimus Primes. 
Michaela J, uh, Rodriguez, MJ Rodriguez from uh, 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 Loot. Um, yeah, a bunch of people. And then Pete Davidson for some reason. Oh, he's the voice of Mirage. I think he's a voice. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. All right. yeah. In fact, that could that could actually be kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know what? I don't even have the hate for Pete Davidson and everybody else does. Yeah, I don't really. I don't, I, I'm fine with it. He's a weird looking dude, yeah, but I mean, he's made the most of it, so good for him. He's dating Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, he's doing just fine. Not anymore. <laughs> he was dating Kim Kardashian. I, oh. I get all this from oh. the girlfriend. He was dating Kim Kardashian, but now he's dating someone new. She told me. Well, either and... way, it seems like he's not hurting for attention so uh yeah. from the ladies yeah uh, no i just meant uh i know he's he's n- apparently known for being kind of a d-bag but i just i i have i have to separate holly for the people from the actors i just can't you just can't yeah <laughs> like like and you just have to like even old movies where i'm like i hate to do the passion like it's hard for me to am i supposed to say usual suspect sucks now i mean it was great yeah, yeah. So, it, oh, it was great. Oh, uh, Cristo Fernandez is in it. Who? Danny Rojas. Danny, Danny, Danny Rojas. Danny Rojas? Yeah. Oh, that is great. Yeah. <laughs> Football is life. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I'm. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. I feel like I kind of want to. Okay, the director is Stephen Capel, Capel Jr. I don't know if I. I mean, at least it's not Michael Bay. I know who I, that I, is. Oh, he directed, okay, he directed my... Creed 2. Okay. Oh. All right. I and thought, apparently... Oh, Coogler didn't do Creed 2? I thought Coogler did Creed 2 as well. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, here's my thing. Uh, where... I mean, I guess... Oh, uh, my back in? cares? My back in? Oh. You're back in, but this is the thing. Who cares? Because, like... The way the last one ended, which I'm ashamed I don't to say remember. I saw. Yeah, I don't think I saw it. The, the, was that the it, Mark Wahlberg one? Maybe. It, it ended with, uh, do you remember the, the ultimate bad guy from uh, 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 the Transformers cartoon movie? Um, I just blinked on his name. It's not Gravitron. What's the, the thing that eats planets? Oh. Um, you remember the old Transformers Galactus was it? Movie, right? Yeah, I even remember this where this one where like they turned. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden they're all they all turned into animals and they were on a, a planet with just animals. Like there's no humans, but I don't, I don't remember yeah. the big one that big bad one that ate all. No, the, the, an, the animated one. Yeah, was the animated one was amazing. So if you haven't yeah. seen, it, you say, I'm talking about the one from the late eighties. Yeah, it was yeah, amazing. And and the the bad guy, uh, it's gonna come to me later. Played by Orson Welles, uh, was basically like what? Galactus. Yeah, he he comes and he and he and he eats literally eats planets, um, and he's coming to anyway. It doesn't matter. Uh, but it was amazing. The soundtrack was amazing. Uh, but this newest movie, the the last movie that came out, Unicron. You find out that Unicron. Unicron. Yeah. You find out the Unicron is coming, but what you find out is the Earth is Unicron. What Unicron has been dormant for like, you know, millions of years, and and life has basically formed around him, and the Earth. It's like a, they were the Celestials before the Celestials, believe it or not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so Unicron is inside the Earth. So he starts waking up and coming out of the planet, basically. So yeah, guess what? Like yeah, Celestials straight up ripped it off. Uh, believe it or not, the uh, uh, Michael Bay transformers movie but um at the end it kind of leads you to believe like 
he's fixing to wake up. Like, like Earth's about to get destroyed, so that's what our new battle's going to be. And it's like, well, how are you going to film that? And now this movie comes out, and it's like, let's just let's just not address that. Hey, look, there's apes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I guess they're not. It literally, it almost left it as a cliffhanger. So now they're just going to, I guess, ignore the cliffhanger. That's fine with me because I never. I, I don't think anyone. I mean, other than you, I don't think anyone saw that movie. Yeah, I might have been the only person. Yeah. Uh, so unless they're like, me, me so unless they're like retconned it for Zhao. like, here you go, Andy. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. It was me and Chloe Zhao. She, uh, she was like, you know what? I could do this and call it Eternals. <laughs> 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 this is exactly what it was. <laughs> well, I'll be darned. Yeah, uh, the trailer looked meh, but I feel like maybe it's just I've got such a bad taste in my mouth from the previous ones that I had no interest in it, but. I don't yeah. know. Oh, I, I man, I kind of like all the things that are in this now. Mm. I mean, I mean, you saw the first movie. It can be done well. Yeah, oh, I know. It can be done well. And Bumblebee just, was good. Everyone in the first movie was good. Yeah. I, I honestly liked all of them. I just, uh, and if you want to give me like, a, I'll tell you, you know what had been more fun, honestly, is if if you read, if you restarted Transformers, and you did it just like an Avengers movie. Give me a Bumblebee movie with his human co-part and the adventures they have. Give me a different Autobot in the second movie, like Jazz, with a different driver, with a whole different story and feel to the movie. Mm-hmm. And, the, and then and then give me the team-up Transformers movie at the end. But the Decepticons show up, you know, a ton of them. Uh, that could have been a blast because then you'd get to know the Autobots as individual characters. Okay. You know, and, yeah. and, and and have five humans that are a team of people that have like something to to team up and band together about where you care about all instead of insert random human and now show four of his friends and one of them's going to die. Yeah. And then at the end of this movie, we won't ever see these humans again. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and should I care about the next ones? Because we already know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like that would have been more interesting to me. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, when it comes out, we'll see. Maybe it'll be good. I, I, I'm guessing there might be more trailers. We still have a long time. June 9th, 2023. We got some time. Um, yeah, that's a long time. And then we just got, uh, this just dropped like maybe an hour or so ago, um, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. So this is the s- fifth Indiana Jones? Fifth. Fifth. Um, I, I mean, talk about the fourth. Yeah, that one was so bad. Um, this one, the problem is kind of like the the Transformer one. The previous, I have such a bad taste in my mouth, but I like all the different pieces in this. First of all, it's directed by James Mangold, who I like. Um, Mads Mikkelsen should always have been a, a Nazi scientist uh, villain <laughs> in a Indiana Jones movie. Um, I love Phoebe Waller-Bridge. I love Boyd Holbrook. Antonio Banderas, Toby Jones. John Reese davies returns, and you do find out that Phoebe Waller-Bridge is John Reese davies that's his daughter, because it's Harrison Ford's goddaughter. They mentioned that. Um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, wait, who's, it's whose daughter? Jonathan Reese davies Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, who else? That's about it. Thomas Kreshman, you've kind of seen in a few things. But yeah. I don't know. it. So from what it looks Baron like... Baron Von Stricker. Did you see the trailer for it? I did. So it I looks did. like they're yeah. kind of using some kind of uh, there might be like a younger actor that's playing indiana jones and they're putting his face on him for some of the parts so 
No, it looks like there's some flashback sequences. Mm-hmm. Um, is what I gather from the story because they yeah. they cut back to him several times where he's got his white hair, and then and gray like all solid gray, whatever you want to call it, and then they they show him with his you know within his youth. So I think there's going to be a combination of some flashbacks yeah. mixed with where you're right. They'll have a younger actor with the CGI Harrison Ford face, and then and then cutting forward to now and 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 what he is now. So I, man, I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, so it's a how old is he now? Uh, Do you remember? He is one oh three. Yeah, I mean almost. <laughs> Um, let's see. He I, was born in 1942. Oh, he's from Chicago. Um, 1942. So he's 80, so he's 80 years old. Oh he's 80 God. years old, and you're gonna have him running his ass around. Oh my lift. God, like, he's 80 years listen, old. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't need an 80 year old action hero. Oh. No, thank you. Stop trying to shove him back down my throat. Because he made money for you 45 years ago. Yeah. I don't want it. I can I I can survive a recasting of Indiana Jones. Yeah, I can too. The world will be fine with a new one. And if start with a younger oh, one. God. Yeah, I mean, yes, please. I'm and even if you don't, like make it Bond if you want to and have a new one every couple movies like I would not be against can, that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd be fine with it because you, you know the best part of it the, the way they did Bond was the audience was trained there's going to be a new one every couple of years and you'll be just fine. And you know what? If you don't love this one in a couple more movies, there'll be a new one. Yeah. So like calm the hell down. <laughs> You're not going to ruin the next 20 years of life and not see what you want. Like just, just train the audience. We're going to, we're going to treat this like a bond. You're going to get a new Indiana Jones every five to 10 years um, or every 10 years. And, and that's it. And just roll with it. I mean, because then you can pick, because uh, I, I do think you should be a little bit older I don't think he should be in his twenties by any means. Um, I think maybe like forties is the right age for a, for a Indiana Jones because he has to have been a doctorate, right? And, and so yeah. I mean, you're going to be what, you know, twenty nine, thirty by the time you're doctor at least, um, and then have had a little bit of real world experience behind him uh, before he starts going off. So yeah, I mean, give me like a forty year old uh, Indiana Jones. I'd, I'd be excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah, and they could do it for like 15 years and then be gone because the way that, you know, Daniel Craig did it until I mean he's got to be 55. I got to say, he's doing five Bond movies now. Is yeah. this his fifth? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was his last. Oh no, he's already done. There's no more Daniel yeah, Craig. Yeah, I mean, he Bond just movies. finished it. Yeah, which it finished so well. That whole the, the Daniel Craig series was the best Bonds. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he also has going for him that it was the time of filming that he could have the budget and the yeah. spectacle that they had. And the list so, of but, but I also, yeah, but I do also think he was, he was amazing. He yeah. Was fantastic. Yeah. He's just a really good actor. Um, yeah. That is everything we have for this week. We will try and be back next week with both a, what you're watching, a coming attractions and a news, if we can get enough out of it. Um, if you're interested in football, we have our uh, potty pod football podcast on as well. And we, uh, do everything against the we make our predictions against the spread if you're interested in betting uh some keynotes if you're looking for different fancy football players to play so check that out until next time catchphrase witty retort